Tigers Avenue. Boy, you ugly. Boy, you ugly. Boy, you ugly. ugly for that. Well, oh well, it is. It's turkey time, Zach. It's well, time. oh well, it's turkey well. time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. You know what? Podcast day. Log it off. Log it off. Log it podcast day, ain't you, man? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, okay. <laughs> Let me uh, recover I, from that. Did I hurt your feelings? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. Well, oh, well, it's turkey time, Zach. It's turkey time. It's Thanksgiving time. Uh, uh, Zach, I mean, I was trying to trying to be kind, but I guess I'm not so thankful for Zach and not so thankful for this show and not so <laughs> thankful. No, I'm kidding. Right. Hey, hey, we, we forgot. We forgot. But guess what? November the 9th, this month, a year. Oh wow! Yeah, we did a year of doing the podcast. One whole year, yeah, absolutely. So I'm thankful for one whole year here at the Tigers Avenue in the Tigers Avenue. That's right. Uh, Thankful for for the ability to do this with you, Zach. It's a lot of fun, and boy, it's a lot of fun to be an LSU fan right now. Uh, So I'm thankful for all those things. What a time to start the podcast! Like you know, we started it when basketball was doing really good. Obviously. not long after we did the podcast and started the podcast, things went south with basketball. Yeah, no kidding. Um, we started the podcast during a coaching search. Um, you know, ultimately yeah. got to um, see the hire of Brian Kelly. And really this entire podcast, yeah. we've gotten to see the entire um, story unfold with the first year of Brian Kelly. And things we were also coming good. into the first year, Jay Johnson. I also mean, coming into the first year, Jay Johnson. And you know that. The Kim Mulkey we, didn't didn't Kim Mulkey get hired? Kim, Kim Mulkey as well. Yeah, last year was Kim Mulkey. You know what we? You know what Zach? You know what we was playing chess, not checkers. When That's we right. thought about the timing of starting <laughs> this podcast, we was playing Kim some Mulkey chess. Okay, Jay Johnson's first year, Brian <laughs> Kelly's first year. Like we were, we was kind of slick with it. <laughs> the timing was perfect. The timing was perfect. Well, I guess speaking of Kim Mulkey and, and hires, uh, uh, obviously Matt McMahon. Uh, the newest hire, the newest addition to LSU uh, last night. The boys played. Had a great game, Zach. Looked looked much better uh, than, yes. than their first two games. And the uh, girls played at 11-8. Now, listen, hopefully none of my – I got to watch it. I got to watch it. Hopefully none of my JetX people are listening right now. Okay? <laughs> so I had the AirPod in. I had hey, the look. AirPod in. I had it on, kind of set to the side. I, I was doing my work. I got all my work done. I was working but listening as the game was going on. 
And Angel no, Reese. No, no, there's games. Grief, Angel Reese. I'll tell you right now, there, there's folks that, there's other people that watch stuff at Gen X. I promise you. Like, come March Madness time, you know, there's games on. I, I remember back when the, the SEC baseball tournament's running. I, I remember April. April would watch the SEC tournament when Ole Miss was playing. So you're, you're not the only I'm one. Not the only one. You're okay. not the only one. It was 11 a.m. And I was like, I'm excited. I was like, look, I got to say it. Listen, El- Tigers Avenue fans, LSU fans, your boy at 11 a.m. in the morning <laughs> at work was watching LSU women's basketball. And that's how Exciting. excited I am and, and pumped I am for this team. And good, uh, I, I will say we were oh, expecting good. Jasmine Carson to be on tonight. She had to push. We, we talked to her today. Um, she had to push to Monday, just no problem. Schedule, yep. life of a student athlete, completely understand. Um, so we look forward to hopefully Monday getting to see her as long as her schedule stays the same. Um, but no she doubt. looked fantastic as well uh, in the win over Houston Baptist slash slash UConn looking logo type. Oh, they're, they're, they're Houston <laughs> Christian now, Zach. They're Houston, Houston Christian. Christian. Yeah. A little, little more affirming there. A little more. So, yeah, I mean, obviously the girls continue to be extremely impressive, Zach. Uh, and my whole thing was like, oh, my gosh, you got to get to 100. You got to get to 100 I know, again. And I was like, come on, come on. I found and, myself just cheering because it, it looked kind of bleak there for a little bit. And then they had a really good fourth quarter. I'll tell you what, uh, the end of the fir- was it the end of the first quarter? Yeah, Houston Christian of- made like a 12 0 run or something like that. It was. It's pretty impressive, but within, I, I mean, think like two or they were within two. They brought it to within two. It was twenty-two to twenty. Yeah, it really was. It was. Yeah. Uh, but hey, man, we, we knew that, that LSU was going to flex its muscles. Uh, I mean, eventually, and they did, and they won the game commandingly. Uh, another hundred-point game, a school record, four straight. You, you lead the NCAA in scoring. I mean, it, it's an impressive team, Zach. And honestly. Um, as the year goes on, like right now, preseason they had a 16, 15. Like we're we're they're gonna keep moving up. I mean, they're gonna keep moving up. They're they're just a dominant team, a a talented team. Um, you know, there's players that that are seasoned and experienced transfers. Um, and of course, you pair that with Kim Mulkey, and and it's a dangerous team. It, it is a dang- you got shooters. Who can shoot from the outside? You got Angel Reese on the inside. It, it's a problem uh, for for anybody. It, it's a matchup nightmare. Yeah. Um, they're going to continue to dominate, and I'm excited about them. Uh, I mean, they have really, really good bigs. I mean, they have. I mean, they really have good play all the way around. But when you partner um, Angel Reese with uh, Elisa Williams and uh, what's the other Alexis one? Morris. Um, and Ladasia Williams, when you yeah. when you partner uh, Angel Reese with both of the Williams girls, I mean they're they're good, man. Uh, they're really good, uh, and 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 Samaya Smith too. Um, so like it's it's really impressive right now, like just to see them play. Obviously, um, you know the 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 big play by Angel Reese. You know she put up almost thirty. She had a double double. Yeah. She had sixteen rebounds. Like holy cow, what a game! And then you have guards in. Uh, Jasmine Carson and Alexis Morris, who are consistently putting up double digits and are shooting really well from the field. Uh, I mean, Jasmine was five of seven, Alexis was five of ten, and Alexis has kind of taken on a new role this year. 
Um, you know, she's she's kind of being more of a point guard. She's point kind guard. of taking on the yeah. role that that Kyla Pointer, you know, had last year. Yep. And so a little bit different role for her. You don't see her taking as many shots. Uh, you don't see her scored as much as she was last year. But, I mean, she still had 12 points in this game. But she's doing a really good job of facilitating. Uh, she had six assists, which led uh, everybody at LSU. Uh, I yeah. think that led all. I think that led all. Uh, yeah, that led all players uh, between LSU and HCU. She had six assists, so uh, you know she's she's playing a different role, but she's doing well with it as well. Absolutely, uh, and I think we we continue to see that. Zach, let's talk a little bit about the men's. Obviously, we were we were really pleased uh, with their performance. Uh, I mean, namely Zach, the bench players. I, I mean, yeah. how about the guys off the bench? I mean, Derek Fountain, impressive nights. Derek Fountain was your score leader off the bench. Yeah. He was your points leader off the bench with fifteen. Justice Williams, Cam Hayes. Uh, I continue to harp on. I will continue to harp on Trey Hannibal. I know he didn't have like a big game, but dude, he just plays. You can tell he just loves to play the game. Like he, he seems he, like the Swiss Army knife of players. Like he, <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, he players. had the dunk. He had yeah. the dunk. He can drive. He can handle. He's big. Like he, I mean, he's just stout, dude. I mean, he's yeah. a buff dude. Um, you know, Paul. But like, dude, <laughs> you know, like it. It's really awesome uh, to watch. I don't know why I've been drawn to him, but he just he really impresses me a lot. Yeah. And I mean, he only had seven points in the game. But I feel like when he's in there, he just is a is a spark plug for this team. He does a uh, lot of things that don't go up on the stat sheet. That yeah, don't show up on the stat sheet. Hey, look, Tyrell Ward. You know, we we wondered about him. I mean, he didn't have a big game, but he got a lot of minutes in this game. He had he had a three pointer. Um, he looks like he's he's got to learn the game a little bit more. It's got to come to him a little bit more uh, to get going. But uh, dude, Cam Hayes looked phenomenal. I mean, yeah, how many dude. times did he splash a three in somebody's eye? He had three for three or five. It was he was great. He was great. Yeah, he was he was he was five of seven from three point range. Or no, I'm sorry, he was three for five. He was five of seven from the field, three yeah. for five from three point range. Um, and then of course, uh, the the big big time uh, bench player Derek Fountain had seventeen yeah. wow seventeen points, eight boards, and he only took five shots. Um, so he got to the rim. Uh, and what's what's really impressive to me, Reagan. I don't know if you if this has stood out to you, but what's been really impressive to me is the bigs can shoot the ball at the free throw line. Like yeah, Derek Fountain has looked good. Like when Sean Phillips gets up to the free throw line, I was ner- like, you get nervous. You're like, okay, it's a big guy. Like he's it's breaking. The tendency, yeah, the tendency is to think it's not and, that good. And he made, uh, I think he swished like every single one of his free throws. I know yeah, he had four. Like, he had four. That's like a minor, you know, just take from from and, and um you know, opinion from, from the game, but observation, I should say, but the big guys can shoot the free throw, man. That's, that's really good going down the stretch. And here, here was the biggest thing for me, Reagan. We talked so much about how terrible the shooting was and the shot selection. selection, Yes. Uh, You had bad shooting percentages. You were taking bad shots. They were, the looks were there. I mean, the offense is, I think looks a lot better. It seems like there's a lot more of a point to the plays they're running, um, yeah. you know, than compared to last season. But they they had had taken bad shots, weren't hitting open shots. And this game, when your best scorer 
and Adam Miller had a bad night and couldn't shoot. I mean, he was two of eight, one of seven from three-point range. He had seven points. But the rest of your guys carried the workload. Uh, yeah. And they ended up shooting almost 52%. Uh, again, they were uh, – and we mentioned, though, that they were really good from three-point range the last two games. They continued yeah. that here tonight – or, uh, excuse me, uh, last night, forty almost th- 43% from the – uh, from the arc, right? Shooting, so they're yeah. continuing to shoot the three pointer really well, but overall, they got better shooting the ball. And I think a lot of it had to do with smarter sh- shot selections, better ball movement, um, and them just physically dominating their opponent. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was I was really happy with the fact that even when when Adam Miller had a, had a bad night, the rest of the team was able to step up. I think that was huge. Um, Derek Fountain has been a surprise, honestly. Uh, he's I mean, good on defense, man. He's this was really obvious. Yeah, he's been really good on defense. He had uh, he had seven steals. Yeah, he he's he's quick with his hands. He really is. Um, really a, a a pest on the defensive side. And I noticed that uh, the game before um, UNO that he was man, he was locking them up. He, he's just he's just really good. And then you saw the offense this past night and it was like wow I, I honestly zach I, i've been surprised with him i, I you know you look I at think- his numbers from from state from mississippi state and it just didn't impress it didn't and i, I watched some highlights of him and i was like okay you know maybe there's something there but he really didn't play a lot at all at state and maybe now with a more expanded role you know you, you're seeing more of what he can do um but i mean shoot it, he was the he led the teams in rebounds. He led the teams in points. I mean, had a career night. I mean, had a career night last night. Uh, so I, I was very, very excited with uh, with him uh, last night and his emergence because he was a guy that I was not expecting to be uh, a key role in in this team, and it seems like he's going to be. It, it really does. Yeah. I, so I, I agree. Um, and I – Overall, you know, I think overall, just they took a step forward. Um, you know, oh, me and no you, doubt, no me doubt. and you've had some uh, some debates about uh, <laughs> last season. I don't know if we'll get in. I don't know if we'll get into that because I don't know if we have time. But um, I will say, you know, we we both agreed um, that obviously this team was going to need some time to gel. No and doubt, get, and no get question. things going. No um, you know, we, we we both can agree on that, and I think you know a lot of a lot of that we saw in the first two games. You know, they're finally getting to play real live action basketball together yeah. as a team, as opposed to running scrimmages and uh, you know, and and running in practice. But um, I, I think we definitely saw a step forward yeah. uh, in this game yeah. against UNO, and yeah, it's. It's not a good opponent. Obviously, UNO is not a great team, um, but it's a step forward nonetheless. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, Arkansas State's not that great of an opponent either, and uh, Kansas City Ruse are, are not that great of an opponent. So, you know, what we did last night was no question a, a step forward. Offensively was a step forward. Yeah. And look, I, I – we dis the only thing we we only disagree on one thing, Zach. Like I genuinely believe that Matt McMahon will ultimately do better at LSU than Will Wade. 
Number one, I mean, Will 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 Wade was just crooked. I mean, we found out he was crooked. Uh, I mean, and, and let's, give him, let's give him credit where credit is due. I mean, he he was a he was a good coach, but the 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 thing that you needed him to do the most was X's and O's, and he really really struggled at that. Uh, and it sounds like Zeke is in the background agreeing with me. He's he, you know he's he's yelling at Will Wade. Uh, <laughs> yeah, screaming in the bathroom in there. He's he's just agreeing with me. He's just agreeing with me. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, look, I just Will Wade won it. Yes, he won an SEC championship and he took us to the Sweet Sixteen. So I, I do give him credit. I don't give think him he's, credit for sure. I don't think he's a bad basketball coach. I mean, he wouldn't be coaching at LSU if he was. I mean, right. VCU. He did great at VCU, good enough to to vie for a an SEC job. And look, he 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 made some mistakes. He did, and it cost him his job. Um, yeah. But and all, the the thing we only disagree on, Zach, is this team against last year's team. I ultimately okay, believe. <laughs> I ultimately believe if you were to line up this year's team against last year's team. And they played a game. Last year's team would win on on a talent level. They would win. Is this team more experienced? Yes. Are they more coached? We'll see. Zach, we're three games in. We'll see if they're if they're better coached. I, I again, my opinion is it will be better under Matt McMahon. That's my opinion. But we're three games in, so let's pump the brakes. Zach, last year you had a lottery pick. Coming off the bench. I know. I know that. You were a better talent-wise talent team better last year, and you would beat this year's team. If you've seen, uh, Considering what you've seen offensively from this team and considering what last year's team could do defensively, this year's team would do absolutely nothing defensive or offensively probably against last year's team. And offensively, with Tari Eason and Darius Days and Brandon Murray, you'd probably do enough to beat this team. So from I, I'm just saying from a, a pure on-the-court perspective, last year's team was better. And and you can't there's 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 just no reasonable thought to think that is not so. Are they more experienced this year? Yes. Do I think they can get better? Absolutely. Do I think they can be a great team? Yes. But last year's team was just more talented, Zach. It was. I, so I want to take this to the chat because me and Ray have argued this a, a lot, and I don't want to continue this argument. This will be this will be like the third or fourth time me and you have debated this. It's not really an argument; it's more of a debate. Um, I want y'all to tell me in the chat uh, whether you're listening live or whether you will listen on audio or if you're on you're, Twitter, you can't comment. If you're on Twitter, you can't, we can't comment. See your, over, well, we can't see your come comments. over to YouTube. Uh, comment on YouTube. If you're on Facebook, obviously come on Facebook. Between these matchups, because we have to remember, Tari Eason came off the bench. Tari Eason came off the bench. All right? So do you prefer Juice or Xavier Pinson? I know you would take Xavier. I would take Juice. I, it's a toss-up. It's really a toss-up. It, Pinson had – I would also say, Zach, Last year, people were really disappointed in Pinson. Pinson also hurt his knee and was never the same. At the beginning of the year, that's fair. That's at the beginning fair. of the year, we were very pleased with Pinson and and the athletic ability of what he could do down in the paint. And that's fair. That's fair. Okay, shooting guard. Me and you both agree we would rather take Ace, Ace over Brandon sure. Murray. 
Sure. Okay. Yeah. Then you go to the three, Mawani. It's the same. It's, it's the, the same, same person. The same. Okay. So it's a push there. Um, then you go to the four. I would agree that I think the four is was better last year. You had Darius Days, and this year you have Jalen Reed, who obviously is a very talented player. Um, probably has a higher ceiling than Darius Days, but right now at this current moment, and right then at, at in last year's current moment, Darius Days was a better player in that moment in time than Jalen Reed is in this moment in time. And that's what I'm talking about. Yes. So then you go to the five. Yes. Efton Reed probably has a higher ceiling than KJ Williams. But at this current moment in time, this season, KJ Williams is a better player than last year in its current moment in time when Efton Reed. That's the argument I'm making. At this current moment in time, talent-wise – Talent-wise, and what's happening on the court right now, not ceiling, not in the future, I think they're a better team. Um, I think they're better coached because the X's and O's are actually there already. And I think they are more experienced. Now, does that mean that they are going to have the same season as they did last year? Because, again, you have a brand-new coaching staff. It's a whole new team. You have to jail. All that has to happen. Last year, you were established. Oh, and by the way, as Reagan mentioned, you had Tara Eason coming off the bench, who was a lottery pick. Now, I will say, compared to last year's team, last year's team obviously has the major, major, major advantage from the bench in Tara Eason. Now, Derek Fountain impressed us last night, looked good, but I think, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you would take Tari over this year's bench any you're, day, every day. You're, I was about to say, and you're also forgetting. Eric Gaines and Alex Fudge Eric coming Gaines off the bench. Eric Gaines and Alex Fudge, exactly. You Which are stupid athletic players. Yeah, I mean, you definitely would take the, the bench last year um, over this year's bench. I wholeheartedly agree. I'm just talking about our, the starting five, this year's starting five team, I think overall is a better team at the current moment. And, and, and yes, they may not have the same – output that last year's team did and the same success that last year's team did because last year's team was more established. Well, Wade had been there already for a few years. Those players had already been there for a few years. But that's that's part of gelling the process. I'm I'm totally saying if you play them, last year's team's going to win. It's going to win. That's probably a fair point. That's probably that, that's my point. only point. That's my only point. I I wholeheartedly think that the future is way brighter. I Al do. Andrew agrees. He and says, and I also point guard this year is better than point guard last year. I also would agree. Um, well, I just lost my thought. I I, I also like it's. I don't dislike this team. I don't want that to be the thought either. Reagan like, dislikes this team. You're talking trash about this team, Reagan. God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't dislike this team. I love this team. I love Juice. I love KJ Williams. I think they're gonna be awesome. I was I was thrilled. I was through the moon when we got them. I, I like Trey Hannibal. I, I like Derek Fountain and what he has done. I, I'm really excited to have Ace Miller back from injury. Um so and Jalen Reed, a, a freshman who who looks like he's gonna be a really impressive player in his time at LSU. So I I, I don't dislike this team. Let's not I, I don't want to like I don't want that to be the thought either. I just think 
last year's team would beat this year's team. But the future's bright. That's the future's bright, and that's all that matters. And if they keep winning games, I don't care. Last year was last year. This year is this year. This is the team you got. Go out there and win games. I just think I, th- I think there's a reason they were picked six behind all the really really good teams, um, and that's because the people that know basketball more than we do, they 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 have followed it closer than we have, and they they know Matt McMahon, Matt McMahon and, and his coaching ability better than we do, and they know the players better than we do. Um, obviously, we love we love LSU, we love basketball, but we're not following it as closely as some of those guys are now. I tell you what, say that they could be dead wrong because experts picked LSU football to finish fifth in the West, that's and here true. we are. That's true. <laughs> you know, so I mean, it could go either way. A and M lost last night to Murray State. To Murray, none other than Murray State, Murray State <laughs> who no longer has KJ Williams and Juice Hill and Trey Hannibal on their team. And that's what I'm telling you, Reagan. You, so. you say, look, look, you're like. But this is the SEC, and they were at Murray State. The distance between Group of Five and Power Five is not there in college basketball. It's just not there like it is in, in college football. And I, and I fully I agree. I get your point. I get your fully point. Agree. Yes, the SEC is going to out-recruit. Um, oh, gosh, dog. A&M got killed tonight again by Colorado. Holy cow, 103 to 75. Colorado's That means Colorado's beating Tennessee and A&M. And Ole Miss is currently losing to UT Martin at half. Interesting. Georgia is only up by three points to Bucknell in the second half. And the Grizzlies are up 21 to 13 over the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> Anyways, we love Maybe that. the SEC isn't as strong as it is. Last year, the top half is strong. The top, the top half, half is, is strong. Maybe it's not as deep because I mean, last year I feel like it was pretty scary. deep. Last Arch year was pretty deep. Scary. Yeah, last year was deep. Um, hey, regardless though, hey, regardless of any of that, like I'm excited about this team and what they can accomplish under Matt McMahon. I- I'm pumped. Keep winning, keep winning, and I'll be happy. All right, let's take a quick break, y'all. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about LSU UAB. Uh, I'm interested. The reason I made the thumbnail that I did is because I'm interested to see the matchup uh, between these two running backs, Reagan. Oh, no doubt. A little bit of an underrated um, topic that not a whole lot of people have talked about. Uh, Obviously, he hasn't been mentioned. But we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back right after this. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. Right back at it. Right back at it. Zach, UAB obviously coming into town this week. 8 p.m. kickoff. Yeah, I hate that, man. That is worse than 11 a.m. That's worse than 11 a.m. 8 p.m. kickoff, bro. That that, that mug's going to be dead. It's going to be dead. And it's going to be freezing cold. Literally, literally freezing cold. 
it hopefully they dominate and we you know it's not like a cruddy looking game or whatever you know senior night go out there dominate and, and move on gosh so i hate apm kickoffs i i despise them 11 p.m yeah. i i can get behind 11 p.m apm that just that that sucks maybe maybe your boy We'll make a little trip tonight down to Jonesboro so we can do some stuff tomorrow. Maybe play a little disc golf in the cold. I don't know. Sure, sure. Maybe hang out, have some fun. Maybe maybe watch some other games going on. There really isn't really any good games other than like Arkansas Miss. I think Tennessee's playing Kentucky. Is Tennessee, Tennessee playing Kentucky? Kentucky? No, no, um, they've already played. They've already. No, played. no, you're right. Tennessee, Kentucky. No, no? Kentucky. Ten- I think it's Georgia, Kentucky. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, sorry, Georgia, Kentucky. Um, Ole Miss, Arkansas, and that'll be a good one. That'll be a good one. Now, now here's some games that are going to interest LSU fans. Okay, Baylor, yes, TCU, yeah. Um, and look, I know nobody's expecting it, but LSU fans need to be South Carolina fans tomorrow too. Um, it's it obviously we obviously nobody thinks it's going to happen. Obviously nobody thinks South Carolina is going to be Tennessee at all. Um, but I mean, man, that'd be huge if it did for LSU. Uh, Al Andrews said, Bo and I are going to the game. Well, you better bundle up, Al, because it's gonna be freezing. Let me tell you something right now, Zach. Talk about freezing. I don't know if I talked about it, I didn't talk about it, and I should have. I won't go to Fayetteville again, never again. (laughs) Really, that place sucks. We got Arkansas like close. Arkansas right, look, friends. the town of Fayetteville, it's nice, but the placement of the stadium, like, is terrible. It's terrible, Zach. It's like driving through Nesbit, Mississippi, and then oh, oh wow, it's an SEC West stadium. It's a stadium. You you walk out and you're like. Wasn't I just in Horn Lake? Like, what, what, where am I? Like, it is this little two-lane, very tight road through like these neighborhoods, and then it's 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 Arkansas Stadium. Like you, so the traffic leaving Fayetteville is horrible. It's terrible, and where are the cops at directing traffic? Nowhere to be found. Oh my god! It's it's terrible. Let me tell you something. It was butt freezing cold. Did it y'all was stay a the cold. night in Fayetteville. We we stayed the night. No 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 no. We we left after the game. Like, oh we, yeah, we yeah, came back. Right. But y'all stayed the night in the Fort Smith. Fort Smith. Smith. Okay. About fifty minutes outside of Fayetteville. It's it was freezing cold. <laughs> it was freezing cold. We get there, you know, the game was what it was. It was, you know, a a tight game, you know, not really offensive. It was, you know, a bit of a struggle there. You escape and you leave and you're like, we're driving through Nesbitt and there's a a line of 15 million cars ahead of me and I don't know where we're going. It was horrible. It was terrible. Don't go to Fayetteville. Don't go to Fayetteville. Don't don't waste your money. Never been to Fayetteville. Don't waste your money and go to Fayetteville. It's terrible. It's worse than, than leaving Death Valley. It's way worse. Far worse. <laughs> Anyways, that was that was all for free. Let's talk about UAB. So, 
Um, I put it on the show as a thumbnail. Uh, obviously, Josh Williams for LSU fans has become a, one of the fan favorites. Um, he's been phenomenal. Had his career uh, game this past week versus Arkansas, 122 yards rushing. Um, but on the flip side, UAB has a really good running back in Dwayne McBride. He's rushed absolutely. For, uh, he's rushed for over 1,400 yards, and really that is their offense. Uh, they they really rely heavily on the run. They have a really good offensive line, um, and their quarterback too hasn't had a terrible season. I think he's he's passed for uh, just over 1,400 yards. Dylan Hopkins and um, he's he's only got eight touchdowns. He hasn't turned the ball over a lot though. Only two interceptions. Um, so kind of like Jaden, he, he he protects the ball really well. Um, so you're going to have to defensively do what you've been doing, and you're going to have to just dominate this game. Um, it's supposed to be freezing, as we mentioned. You know, I was Alan Bo, y'all going to the game. Like I said, get some blankets, get some, get some car hard. Extra layers, extra layers, man. Uh, it's going to be freezing. So you know, I think that's definitely going to play a factor. It, it, it did in Ar- in the Arkansas game. We didn't think it would as much, but it did in the Arkansas game. I think it plays a little bit of a factor here. Um, you know, and I, I think it'll probably slow down the offense a little bit. Surprisingly, are you surprised that LSU is only a 15-point favorite in this game? Um, Not really. I'm not surprised at that. I mean, considering what happened last week in the cold, knowing this is going to be an 8 p.m. kickoff, it's going to be cold. Like, you kind of expect them also not to, like, push it. You know what I mean? Like, Maybe that you know, maybe out the gate they they just gas it so they can put it away early. Yeah, and, and maybe they get out to an insurmountable lead and it, and it's more than fifteen. But you know, if you kind of control the game, you're up two touchdowns. Um, like I, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if it was a 15, 17 point game, considering the time of kickoff. Considering it's senior night, it's UAB, maybe you don't – you know, obviously you don't overlook them. That's not what I'm saying. But, like, maybe you don't, you know, go out, all out and and risk, you know, injuring a, a, a key role player uh, in a game like this. I, I mean, yeah, so I'm, I I'm not surprised after last week what we did in the cold and thinking, okay, it's 8 p.m. kickoff, it's cold again, you know – you know, maybe it's a 15-point game. I'm not surprised that Vegas would put that out there. Do we, so, do I think we cover? Yes, but I'm not surprised at that line. So we haven't talked about this. Uh, I don't think we discussed it in Monday's pod. Um, but you mentioned senior night. Obviously. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this. I wanted we're going to have to talk about it. Um, so Bramlett, the punter. Yeah. Uh, John Emery, Seven Banks, Greg Brooks, uh, and none other than Jaden Daniels, all not participating in senior night. What do you think about that, Reagan? Well, look, Brian Kelly said don't look into it, but I think it may be a little bit of coach speak. Um. Maybe you don't look too much into it. I think a guy like Brooks, you kind of expected to come back for another year. Uh, Bramlett as a punter, you know, 
I, I don't see why he wouldn't come back for another year. Um, so don't look too much into it, but like the, and also Jane Daniels has graduated. Like he graduated at Arizona state. Maybe he's just like, you know, I've already graduated, you know, I've had that, you know, I don't know, but you also kind of like, if you make a transfer and you come to a new school and you accomplish something great, like this team is doing, if you're going out, you kind of would participate probably in the season. I agree. And so, if it's going to be like your last season playing college football? I think there is something to it, man. I, I really do. I agree. And honestly, honestly, you know, you think back to like – now, I'm not comparing Jane Daniels to Joe Burrow, but you look back to Joe Burrow's senior night, and he was a transfer. He came in, you know, incredible quarterback. You know the 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 high already graduated year, had already graduated and like obviously he's gone after that year but like you think about the praise that people gave him on senior night like that moment it was huge so a transfer like Jade Daniels who's come in wasn't you know electric at the beginning of the year but now all of a sudden has put it together and has played great and has put this team in a position where they can win the SEC championship, their West champs, potential playoff spot, you know, conversation. Like, if he's gone, you honor him. Like, if, if he's made the decision he's leaving, you honor that kid for what yeah. he's done this year. So, maybe there's a little something there. Yeah. Maybe, just maybe. And, you know, I think with, like, guys like, John Emery, you know, he's obviously struggled with injury. He's he's had to deal with getting put out a lot. Um, and then obviously, you know, with the academic issues, whatnot, and all, all that we could talk and discuss. But, you know, and he's had to, honestly, this season kind of sit behind Josh Williams. And, you know, obviously, we, Josh Williams, he obviously apparently coming back next season as well. So, you, you might have your entire running back room back. Um including John Emery. And I think it would be huge for him because, um, you know, he would finally be able to have a full season, not having yep. to worry about academic issues. You know, um, I think he's probably finally healthy now um, and at 100%. Yeah. So, you know, Seven Banks obviously has dealt with injury his entire career almost. So he has the potential to come back and be corner number one. Yeah, because um, you're going to need him. Because you're, you're going to need all the corners. You're going to need him. Because Makai's gone. Makai's gone. Same thing with Greg Brooks. Like Colby's gone. Him. You need him. Um, Jarek Bernard Converse is gone. Jarek so Bernard you Converse need him. is gone. Um, so you need those guys. Um, you you need those guys to come back. It'd be massive for them to come back. You know, obviously Bramlett. Um, it'd be massive for him to come back just to have a, another veteran punter that can change the game, flip the field, pin yeah. teams deep. I mean, you know. It, it seems like it's not a huge deal to get the punter back, but if you want to make a championship run, you know, a punter like Jay Bramlett could could play a major, major role. I mean, um, as we've seen how important special teams is this year. I mean, think no about doubt. the Bama game. The Bama game. Uh, massive. Massive. The Bama game. I mean, he Jay Bramlett won you. Is it, yeah. I mean, Jay's his first name, right? Am I going blank? Yes, it's Jay Bramlett. Okay. Jay Bramlett, like, he's the reason – you had the first quarter, um, and you kept Bama off the scoreboard. 
um, outside of the, I mean, outside the field goal, obviously, but I mean, he played a major, major role in pinning Bama's offense back deep and, and giving the defense a chance to settle in. I mean, I mean, how many times do we see the defense struggle with slow starts and no doubt. Jay Bramlett, he eliminated that in the Bama game. So, you know, having him come back would be also massive. Um, and then obviously, if you get Jaden Daniels back, I mean, oh my we're, goodness, we're talking about a major, Look. major step forward. For I mean, you're talking preseason top ten. Yeah, Gold Boot makes a great point. Their their comment there: the QB draft class is stacked. No doubt. I, I mean, um, you're, you're talking Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis. Uh, is Will Rogers going this year? I would assume so. Will yeah. Will Rogers maybe? Will Rogers is good. You know, uh, I love. Will so uh, there's player. a lot of top. You know, there it is. It's a stacked class, and there's more that I'm not naming that I. You know, I, I know there's more that I'm not thinking of off the top of my head than what I just named. Um, so yeah, it's a stacked class. So it would probably. I, I really do think it would benefit Jaden to come back. Uh, one more year to have another season like he did this year. Uh, yeah, season than you did this year. If yeah, if you come back and you put it together like you you know a whole season like you did this year, you, you're talking like Heisman conversation. Like and we're literally talking Heisman conversation. We're literally talking you you are gonna have championship back like expectations. Outside of Kayshawn Booty, outside of Kayshawn Booty, Jay offensively, back, yeah, you have everybody back. And Jeray, and Jeray, and Jeray. Andrew Ray. But I mean, you still have Malik Neighbors. You still have Brian Thomas. You still have Mason Taylor. You still Jack have Besh. Jack Besh. You know, hopefully, and hopefully Jack Besh comes, you know, will be fully healthy and 100 percent And shoot, Zach, you got Jalen Brown and Shelton Sampson coming in. Exactly. Like, exactly. And that's not counting the guys from this year's class that haven't really got a whole lot of action this year. But and Kai Preen and yep. Kyle Parker. <laughs> this, so yeah. I, been, I think it would be huge for him to come back. It would be massive. So obviously, you know, we're ta- we're talking UAB, but obviously, it something interesting about the UAB game is the senior night and those that participated, those that did not participate. Yeah. So something to follow there, something to peak peak everybody's interest. Um, and oh, I forgot about Hinden Hooker. Hinden Hooker, he's gone this year. Yeah, Hinden Hooker, he's going. To, he's going to be round one. Stetson Bennett would be. Stetson Bennett, yeah, I, yeah. There, I knew there was more. I was forgetting. Um, and the kid at uh, North Carolina is he is he draft eligible? He, I'm pretty sure May. Drake May is a freshman. Okay, he okay. I thought he or was. a sophomore. He he's not he's not going. He's yet. younger. Okay. Well, Reagan, let's let's start. Unless getting I'm just into, completely wrong on that. <laughs> let's start getting into some things, and, and you know, obviously, we'll give our TA tools for success, but some um, some things we want to see. Obviously, last week was a disappointment. Um, I, you were there. In I some mean, way, yeah. In, in some, some ways, way. it was a disappointment. Part of it, you know, it, it was how the game flow was going and the weather, and you were just trying to get out of there, honestly, with the win. Yes. Um, what do you want to see this weekend versus a very inferior opponent, LSU improve on, LSU make a statement on, um, to try and erase that narrative that they had in the Arkansas game? Uh, you know, obviously you want the offense to perform really well. 
you, to if we're talking about erasing the narrative, yeah, you want the offense to go out there and and, and do what we know they're capable capable of, especially against UAB. Just go out there and, and control and command the game. Uh, don't turn you the know, ball. Obvious, I, yeah, don't turn the ball. Don't don't give hope to a team that you're inferior to. Um, also, I would love to see us just shut the run down. If you shut the run down, you're going to dominate the game. Like, yeah. like go go and do uh, as a defense what needs to be done to dominate and control the game. And I'll be I'll be happy with that. Did, I want the offense to score some points. Did Arkansas give other teams the formula to stop this LSU offense? Mm, I don't know. Um, you, they sent a lot of crazy pressure, and it was like constant. Zach, honestly, it is a what they did was very risky. Honestly, um, because they were sending like crazy pressures, like constantly. And I mean, it felt that way in the game, and it, it was actually what was going on. And like considering how poorly their secondary played, as much pressure as they sent, it was risky, and, and it paid off. It paid off it uh, because your secondary played better than than it had, uh, definitely better than what we expected. Um, and maybe in a cold game, uh, Jaden wasn't quite as motivated to to let the ball fly, uh, to let it go. Uh, you know, it, it got loud in there too. It, I'll tell you right now, it, they were the crowd was involved, so. It was cold. It was the crowd was involved because you get they continually had hope in the game, um, and the pressure was coming. I don't know if they gave a formula to stop LSU, but uh, it's definitely something they got to work on. To I mean, hey, if if a team is just gonna freaking blitz you the whole darn game, send pressure the whole game, you got to be ready for that. But that really isn't conventional. That honestly, Zach, it wasn't conventional. Uh, what they did, like you're not going to see that. What I saw was a team who just came off a loss against Liberty and had an opportunity to to bounce right back, and they took a very aggressive approach, and they did, and it paid off. Ultimately, we won, but it was a much closer game than you wanted it to be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so you want to start breaking down some position groups, or do you want to get into some TA tools? Well, I don't know if there's much of a exactly. position group to, to break down with, <laughs> when we're talking. No disrespect to UAB by any means, because hey, you know UAB is really a great story, Zach. I don't know if you know it or not, uh, but maybe you've heard this. I know some people probably have. You know, this has only been their, this is their fourth year as a a program again. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, like. A few years back, they were shutting the football program down, and did they did shut it down? Yeah, and, and now it's back, and and they're not a bad team. I honestly, I agree with with Brian Kelly. If you go look at their schedule and and some of the games they played and the scores, like it, it really is a better team than their record. So, uh, I mean, ultimately, LSU is going to flex their muscles on this team. You know, it's just you know, it's a non-conference team. You're 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 going to be better than, and you're going to win this game. Uh, but man, McBride is no joke, and 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 they, I think they are a better team than what their record shows. So, and and I just like 
sports stories. And I know this yeah. was a while ago, but to see a program back and, and doing decent, you know, playing LSU in Death Valley, playing LSU in Death Valley Saturday from night. from not having a program, it's cool. You know, yeah. it's good for them. For sure. So maybe we don't get into position groups, but I like stories like that. I, I think that's cool. Good for so, them. So you mentioned their schedule. Um, you know, they they played Alabama A&M at the beginning of the season, beat them fifty nine to nothing. Yeah. Then they went to Liberty, and that was a very close game. And hey, look, I know this is like what if, what if, what if, but Liberty beat Arkansas. You just struggle with Arkansas, <laughs> <laughs> and UAB only lost to Liberty by seven. At the and that's point. a whole lot. That's like a spider web. <laughs> oh, UAB the almost beat Liberty. Liberty beat Arkansas. You <laughs> barely beat Arkansas. <laughs> did you? Uh, did you see? Oh man, I'd have to find it. But uh, it was like um, it was an NFL meme or something like that. And it was like basically it came to the conclusion that because the Commanders had beaten the Eagles, the Eagles were the worst team in NFL because the Commanders had, <laughs> yeah. because the Commanders had lost to this, this, you know, this team and that team had lost to this team and that team had lost to this team and that team had lost yeah, to this team. Yeah, because that's how that works. And so on. I mean, it was like, it was like seven different game yeah. results, and yeah. it all compiled down to the result is – They're the worst the team. Eagles are the worst team in the NFL. Um, Zach, so, what was so funny about the Arkansas game, it was – it was the funniest part about the game is, you know, up on their scoreboard, they had other uh, scores running, like SEC scores and, and just college football scores in general. And, man, the Liberty score shows up, and and everybody sees that Connecticut beat Liberty, and they're like, you got to be kidding me. You got to be freaking kidding me. We lost to Liberty last <laughs> week, and they turn around and lose to Connecticut. We're terrible. We were terrible. <laughs> I had fans like offering a like they were like, "Hey, y'all want to take Kendall Browse home with y'all? Y'all want to take Kendall Browse home with?" It was so funny. I, he I, lost us that Liberty game. Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. Oh my goodness. Uh, uh, Ryan said, uh, "Get your cat out the video." I can't. I can't listen. I can't stop. Can't contain him. First off, I never see him. I never see. Uh, his name's Socks. I never see Socks like the entire day. So when I come home, he's like all over he's me. Pumped. You know, he's he's pumped. like, oh my God, <laughs> my owner's home. The fan that he, the, the hand that feeds me is home. <laughs> <laughs> the hand so that feeds me. Uh, so, anyways, they lost to a close one to UAB. They beat yeah, North yeah. at home pretty handily. Had a close game against Rice and barely lost on the road. Um, at home, they beat MTSU, uh, Middle Tennessee by a ton, 41-14. One on the uh, beat Charlotte at home. Went to Western Kentucky and barely lost. Like, all their losses are like – Yeah, it's cl- they're close. They're, they're very wrong. close. They're very close. Um, they went to double overtime with UTSA. That's their only home loss. Beat the breaks off North Texas. And then, of course, now have LSU. So, yeah, I have to agree with you. Five and five team, but – um, I, I don't think LSU fans should take them lightly. You know, this isn't like Southern. You know, like against yeah. Southern, it was like, okay, we're about to destroy them. <laughs> like, yeah. we, and we should. Um, but this team is is a is a is a lot better team, and I expect them um, to put up a fight. They're going to want to put up a fight. So, uh, anytime you come into a Power Five 
game and you're in their home and they're ranked and obviously you're expected to get beat by a ton. I mean, you're going to, you're going to play as hard as you can. And I I fully expect that from them. And with it being cold, you know, makes me a little nervous, you know, a little bit. Never overlook it. Don't, don't overlook it. Nervous, but you never want to overlook it. Don't overlook Um, it. You know, and and don't get caught LSU players, LSU coaches, LSU fans don't get caught. Looking ahead to AM, looking ahead to Georgia. No doubt. And that'll be a big no topic next week. We're gonna have to have a big conversation oh, about that next week. Um, because obviously I think um AM could potentially quote unquote piss in your cornflakes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so is that what what I mean, I guess we can talk about it. what are the what are the tools for success then for tomorrow's game? I mean, uh what what is you know, in a game like this, what do you say? I, I think we'll both uh, agree with this, and we'll probably have similar uh, TA tools uh, for success. But stop the run, as you mentioned. No um, you know, stop the run, and you really win the game. Um, I mean, you should win the game regardless. But stop the run, and this should be a dominant win for LSU. Um, also, I, I do want to see – I mentioned this before the Arkansas game – but I want to see them try and take deep shots. And you should be able to do that against this opponent. You need to try and take deep shots because in the future, when you play Georgia, when you play AM, you're going to need to do that. You're going to need yeah. to take some deep yeah. shots. And so exercise uh, some of that this weekend against an inferior opponent. Work on it. Take some deep shots. I, I, we haven't really seen a lot of deep shots this week. Not a lot. Or, no. or this season, I should say. Um, no. I want to see – them be intentional about taking deep shots. And maybe you can't do that because the weather is going to be terrible. It's going to be freezing cold. Um, you know, it's going to be tough on the receivers. Uh, obviously, it's going to feel like they're catching bricks, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and then Jaden, it's going to be a tough on him, obviously, uh, you know, having to having to throw the ball. But I want to see them try and air it out more. But really rely on the run game as well because this should be a game also that you can heavily rely on the run game in this type of weather and still get uh, a, a, a dominant win, uh, an overwhelming win for uh, UA, over UAB. So um, definitely stop the run on, on that end. For, and then for me on the offensive side of the ball, I want to see them experiment some um, and, and work some kinks out and, and put away the narrative that uh, was from this past week against Arkansas that you regressed. Um, so I, I want to see those things exercised this week. Yeah, my my tools for success, and, and and this would be my tool for success every time you play a group of five non-conference team. The tool for success is, man, put it away early. Put it away early. Um, don't give them a false sense of hope. Well, false sense. Of, don't give them a sense of hope. Um, don't don't give a team like this in the idea that they can keep winning because if it last long enough they're going to think hey man we can we can really do this mm-hmm. you, you just don't give a team like that uh whenever they have the opportunity to walk into an sec west stadium like death valley man this is my one time i'm gonna get to play you know in a stadium like this you know i'm gonna go out here and 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 get mine right yeah put it away early put it away early so we can watch walker howard play that's that's what i want Put it away early so we can see some some of Walker Howard. That's what I want. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see a full quarter of Walker Howard. Like put it away early. 
rest Jaden in, in the whole second half. Let Garrett That's play the whole third. Say. Let Garrett play the whole third quarter, and then, then let Walker, Walker play the, fourth. the whole fourth. Yes, yes. I I want Jaden out by halftime. I I really do. I agree. I, I don't. I agree. And I I, I think you should put it away. I think you know. I want to see some of you know. I want to see Noah Kane get some more reps. I want to see Armani Goodwin get some more reps. Uh, see how he looks coming off the injury. Um, I'd love to see uh, you know Kyron uh, Lacey and, and some of the younger receivers get some reps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have we seen Landon Ibietta at all? I mean, is he hurt? I don't think so. I, don't I think, think so. he's hurt. Maybe think, he is. Maybe he is. I'm not sure. Maybe but somebody can confirm that in the chat. But my other one is you. You should dominate the line of scrimmage. So do so. If if you, I mean, obviously, like you said, Zach, stop the run. If you dominate the line of scrimmage on the defensive side of the ball, your your front guys. You, if you dominate the line of scrimmage there, you're going to stop the run and you'll win this game. Uh, give on the offensive side. Give give Jaden time to to do what he needs to do, so we can put this away early. Uh, so so put it away early and dominate the line of scrimmage, and you'll win this game handily. That those are our uh, those are my tools for success. No hope, and let's watch Walker Howard do his thing. I'm telling you right now, Zach. I'm telling you right now. Watching Walker Howard warms up gets you a little giddy. It gets you excited. excited yeah. You're like, man, that. That ball, that, man, his ball is pretty, man. That pass, pause. pause. That pass is pretty, man. It really is. It, it's. It looks like it comes into the 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 receiver's hands so easily. It's so fluent. It looks so effortless for him. I'm excited about Walker Howard. I really am. So, anyways, I, well, I think, I think also Reagan. You know, I know this isn't a tool for success, but you know rest anybody that you need to you know absolutely anybody that needs rest rest them get them ready for the a&m game yeah absolutely like he said btj would play i'm like you don't need to you don't need you don't need to man just what's right which i think it was just a minor i mean yeah yeah i think it was kind of a minor minor concussion or, or or not maybe not even concussion like a like a it was really like a protocol thing that's really what it was so yeah it was a it was something that happened in practice so Anyways, those are RTA tools for success. We're going to hit one more quick break. We'll come back and wrap the show up right after this. Tigers Avenue is proud to announce that we now have TA merchandise. You can find all of our merchandise by heading over to tigersavenue.com and clicking on the merchandise tab. We have everything from T-shirts, hoodies, shorts, joggers hats and beanies we've even got shoes converse and slides head over to our accessories tab where you can find blankets bumper stickers and license plates magnets and stickers mugs bottles and tumblers phone cases you can find tech and office and outdoor products like a mouse pad a puzzle a notebook and more all at tigersavenue.com head on over to tigersavenue.com today click the merchandise tab and get yours now
right, everybody. It's been a great show here in the Tigers Avenue. Hope you enjoyed it. Appreciate all you guys who are in here commenting, interacting, uh, giving us your input. Hey, I got to, I, I mean, I got to point it out, Zach. Uh, I know you're listening, and, and for y'all still listening, you know, maybe the SEC just isn't that deep this year, basketball-wise. I'm, I'm looking at scores right now. Georgia is still barely ahead of Bucknell, 61-57. South Carolina currently down 11 points to the former University of Stephen Curry, Davidson. Auburn, Auburn, number 13 in the country, is only up two points at half to Texas Southern. Florida currently getting blown out by Florida State. And, of course, I already mentioned it, Colorado killed A&M earlier tonight. Maybe they're not as deep. You know, Maybe we are number six in the SEC. I mean, I would be happy with that. I would. Let's continue to pull for those Tigers on the hardwood. Let's watch these uh, these football Tigers tomorrow night against UAB. Hopefully they put it away early uh, so we don't have to stress about anything and we can just sit back and enjoy a blowout late in the evening down in Baton Rouge. And we'll come back here on Monday to recap everything. Uh, all of you you know, who may be traveling for this week, you know, be safe as you as you travel for Thanksgiving. Hope you'll have a great holiday. We'll obviously see y'all before then on Monday. Uh, but just in case you're traveling this weekend to make your way to family for the week, y'all be careful and enjoy your weekend and go Tigers. We'll see you next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Five Star Hero takes us out. Peace.